Hello, and welcome to another episode of Capsule Production Podcast. Today, I'll be your host, Jovan Lazo, and I'm with a very special person that I just met, Dr. Bartu Wilson. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me on your uh, podcast. It's a pleasure to be here with you today. Oh, no, it's, it's a pleasure uh, to have you on. Um, one of my mentors recommended that we get in touch, so I had to. And so I wanted to reach out to you because anytime I hear about another podcast, I got to you know, pick their brains, see what made them start this career path, um, why pharmacy, why a podcast, all that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So because of that, I had to get you on and definitely wanted to introduce you to all of our listeners so that way they could tune in and listen to some of the awesome episodes that you have on your platform. Okay, thank you, thank you. Of course. Um, And so to just start off, can you kind of give us a small introduction to who you are and why you chose pharmacy? All right, uh, a brief introduction to who I am. My name is Bartu Wilson. I'm from a small town called Georgetown, South Carolina. Um, Growing up, I really didn't see any um, black medical providers out. And that was one thing that I wanted to change. But the real reason I got into pharmacy is because I saw my mother and my grandmama taking medications. And as a kid, I would ask them, hey, uh, what does this medication do and why are you taking this? And they were unable to answer that question. They were only able to tell me, well, the doctor said I need this to help with something. So I'm taking it. But I'm like, okay, I need to do something. I need to figure out the answer for my mother, for my grandmother, for my community on what is they, what are they actually taking? Why are they taking it? And, um, you know, just wanted to inform everyone about that type of stuff. So that kind of led me into the path of becoming a pharmacist. And again, I, growing up, I didn't see any black pharmacists in my community. And so I kind of had to take the path myself and kind of figure it out by doing my own research and digging into things myself and like asking teachers and uh, asking the guidance counselor, like, what are the next steps for me to achieve this goal? Sometimes they had an answer. Sometimes they could just point me into a direction that led me to the answer. And um, that's kind of how I got my start into what made me want to become a pharmacist. I feel like a lot of us have similar touching stories that has mm-hmm. kind of pioneered us down this path of pharmacy. So I, I definitely have a similar, similar one with my aunt. Um, and that's, that's good to know that we as people, we like to be of service. And I think if you have a great personality, like you seem to have and have great character, like pharmacy is definitely a great career, especially if you're going to be around a lot of patients, which is what you do in retail. <laughs> so when you decided to choose pharmacy, did that also play a specific role because your family members were unsure about how these medications could affect them, what they do. Is that why you kind of steered towards the um, specifically with retail rather than a hospital route or industry or any other careers? Oh, that's very interesting. So coming out of pharmacy school, um, everyone was speaking about a residency. And I knew that going in, if I wanted to do a residency, I wanted to do a managerial residency. So I applied for a few different residencies at hospitals to go in and become like a manager or the director of pharmacy within the hospital after like the two year residency and some other training afterwards. I was unable to uh, get the residency. So I had to look other ways uh, to start my pharmacy career. So I jumped into the retail. Um, I'm also looking now 
after being in retail for five, six plus years to try something new. But I'm not going to say anything bad about retail. It's a, it's a great profession because I am able to touch the people. I am able to like really help them out. And uh, one of the pleasures that I get from working in retail is when the patients come in and be so happy to see me. Like, oh, I'm so happy you're working today. Um, can I give you a hug? The information that you gave me last time I was here was very informative. Like one gentleman, if you don't mind giving you, giving you an example. That's fine. He came into the pharmacy and he's speaking about having a headache. He was like, I was having this headache for so long. Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, what do you think it is? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, sir. And we just going on and having a conversation. He's telling me about his symptoms. I'm like, I really think you have like high blood pressure right now. And you don't know it. You might want to go check with your doctor. So he comes back in like a week later. And he was like, yo, my blood pressure is through the roof. Like the doctor said, if it got any high, higher, I would have been hospitalized. But because of you giving me that encouragement and that nudge to go see my doctor, I was able to catch it at the good time and able to start taking medication to reduce my blood pressure. And he was just so happy that someone took the time to talk with him and encourage him and nudge him into the right direction. So that's like one of the good things about being a retail pharmacist. Definitely. And that's something that I, I think a lot of people forget is the key crucial thing about retail is those relationships with your patients and how you impact your community. You know, um, that person that you educated and, and spoke to them about, encouraged them to go see a physician to get treatment or to get diagnosed with a condition. And, you know, you possibly prevented them from being hospitalized from death if they have a family, you know, how many other lives could have been impacted by that. And that's something that it doesn't look, doesn't seem like a big deal when you're doing it, but down the line, if you actually think about it, like big scheme, that you're playing a huge vital part in the community and in the people around you in their lives. And that's something that I think is super awesome. And I'm glad to be a member, um, glad to be a pharmacist um, now that I'm graduated. <laughs> so everybody, everybody that's listening to this is wondering why I said that. It's because I'm graduating now. So I'm glad to be a fellow pharmacist and be in a career where we have individuals like yourself. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, it's stories like that happen every day. So I got one more story, if you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. Um, another example is, like I said, growing up, um, I wasn't able to see other black medical providers. So now that I am one, I understand the importance that we have in our community. Mm -hmm. um, because I work in a majority uh, African-American community now. And one of the things that my patients come in and say is they feel somewhat neglected or doesn't get the same type of treatment when they go to like their doctors and stuff because one, they're either a little nervous or two, the doctor's rushing them out and they feel like they don't have that comfort zone to actually talk with them. So when they come to the pharmacist and see me, a representation of themselves, they feel comfortable. And an example of this is a gentleman was diagnosed with COVID and he came in with his prescriptions. And he's just like, yo, I've never had an inhaler. I don't know why I'm taking these steroids. I don't know why I'm taking this medication. Like, what's going on? And he was like, so I just took the time and broke everything down, tell him what he should look for, like in side effects, um, how long this medication should last, uh, how should he, his body will respond with the treatment. 
And he came back like a couple of weeks later when he was feeling better. And he was just like, yo, you're the first person that actually sat down and talked with me like a human being. Like everyone else was just pushing me down, like just pushing me down the way. It's like, oh, here's the medication, just go on about your day. But like you sat down with me, broke the medication down, tell me what I was need to, what I need to know. And he was like, that really mean a, mean a lot to me. And I was like, man, I, I really am um, proud to say like I was able to do something for you and, and help you out in that time of need. Yeah, and I've even had similar ex- experiences myself. And I didn't work in pharmacy during um, pharmacy school. So in my limited rotations, I even had experiences like that too. And it's, it's kind of mind-blowing to, to think that not that many people or such a high amount of people don't know what they're taking and why they're taking it. And that's really scary. You know, they're not able to feel in control when it's their own body and their own life where they should have the most amount of knowledge about everything that's going on. And they should be able to prepare um, themselves for what to do. They should be able to be given options and not just forced to take one medication if there's different routes. I remember one patient just thinking that there was only a tablet and he was struggling swallowing. I'm like, no, you can get a liquid version of this. Or you could do, I think it was a sublingual version as well. So it's like, you can do other alternatives if it's really too hard for you to swallow this big tablet. And they were just amazed and so happy that they actually wanted to come in and thank me. I think this was around COVID time because they called. They wanted to come in and thank me, but I left that rotation site. And the pharmacist actually texted me like, hey, so-and-so came in, like, blah, blah, blah. And they just really wanted to make sure they were super thankful for everything you've done. And it's amazing to me that the doctor or whoever prescribed it, if it was like a nurse practitioner, didn't realize or didn't know that this patient was struggling swallowing. Um, and then prescribe them these pills that were that big. Maybe they didn't know how big, how big the pills were, you know? So that's where it's something where, you know, it just helps to ask questions and to see like, hey, how are you taking the medications? Is everything fine? How's everything going for you? And just ask very open-ended questions and to see the type of responses you get and see how you can impact and bring some value to that person's life for sure. Yeah, just got to create a, a, a space of like, um, comfort so someone can actually have that conversation. Definitely. Definitely. So now my next question, which is very interesting because I think you're the first podcast that we're having, first pharmacy podcast that we're having on our platform. So why Pill Talk Podcast and who is your audience? What is, what is your mission statement basically? All right, um, Pill Talk Podcast, uh, it has morphed and became something that uh, I really enjoy and I love to do. It's like my passion project. But it's really, at this point, I would say the career fair that I I never had. So that medical career fair where we talk to all different medical providers from nurse, nurse practitioners, to pharmacists, to ED, um, um, emergency doctors, to any and everybody about what they do. So just like how you're doing, we kind of get a rundown of like their life and how did they get started with inside the field, what um, education and training it took to get to their level. And then we try to end it out with like, how did you impact your patient's life with the services you provide? Right. So when someone goes back and listen to it, 
And if they're between um, different professions, but they want to get that white coat, they were like, okay, uh, I know how a nurse practitioner impacts people's lives, but maybe that's not right for me. Oh, okay. I see that this person is a counselor. I love to talk. Maybe that's the right track for me, being a, a therapist or a counselor. So now I'm giving people options to come to and see it. So I'm just trying to work now with like, uh, I did a career fair with a school and I presented my uh, website like, hey, if the kids ever want to know or listen to any other healthcare providers, they can definitely go on here and you won't have to do too many more um, reaching out because I already did the work for you. So here's a virtual career fair about uh, the medical professions. And that's awesome because look, thinking back, um, I don't think I intended I attended any career fairs unless it was pharmacy related. So I think that's definitely beneficial to kind of broaden everybody's horizon, bring attention to the other fields, or even if you're not interested in that field, you kind of just gain a respect for them, um, a respect for the work that they put in and the type of effort it takes for them to, to gain the certification, the degree, et cetera, et cetera, for whichever healthcare professional field it is. And something else that I'm wondering, do you also bring in other professionals as well, or are they all healthcare related? I'll bring other uh, professionals and business owners and authors. Okay. So that's kind of how Pill Talk started. It started with me uh, talking to, you know, you got to start with your small group of friends. So it started with like a couple pharmacists, then I'd know someone that was an author. Like, okay, this could be some good information too. And then it kind of like came back to like the medical field. It's like, okay. A Pill Talk podcast, even though it is your daily dose of inspiration, motivation to live at your full potential. My niche is like the medical field because I'm learning so much about things and having my eyes open to be like, wow, I didn't really know this was out here or this person impacted the life like this. But I am open to uh, interview and talk with anyone um, that's doing anything that can impact the lives of others in a positive manner. Awesome. Okay. Cause I was going to say some of my favorite episodes, I haven't listened to a lot yet, but I promise I'm going to listen to some more. Two of them. I know one of them was episode 20 off the top of my head with Dr. I believe it was Christos Fasu. Yeah. A financial pharmacist. Yeah, he was a pharmacist for 30 years and then became a financial advisor and helping out pharmacists get their finances in order. Yeah. And I, I thought it was really cool because at the end of the episode, I remember hearing him say he doesn't charge pharmacist for his services so everybody that's in pharmacy school (laughs) that's listening (laughs) all the non-pharmacy students the pre-pharmacy students the professors etc if you don't have your finances in order i would recommend reaching out to this guy i have not met this man but just hearing what he said about how he just looks at it as you know what is your plan what do you want to do and then we'll go from there because i think that's the number one key thing you need to have in any financial advisor is they need to adjust, they need to make a plan around you. So he's invested in you as a person. So that's somebody that I would invest my time in, especially if it's for free, <laughs> I would reach out and try to get in touch with this person. But um, in order to do that, though, you got to go tune into episode 20 on the Pill Talk podcast. Um, I think that was a great episode. And then there was another one. I don't remember the episode off the top of my head, but I love to travel. I know quite a bit of our listeners love to travel. So it I believe it was called Black in Tulum. Black in Tulum. Yes, I met her in Tulum 
And um, it was at one of her events that we were at, and I'm just talking to her. And I'm like, yo, your, your story is amazing mm-hmm. um, because you started this business during the pandemic. And for some reason, Tulum just blew up during the pandemic. Everybody was going there. And she was just like, yeah, it started off as just me doing brunches. Mm-hmm. So after a point, I had to make it a, a real business because so many people started coming back and asking me um, what was what was there to do next. So I, I showed, she filled that void by making um, a travel agency. And that's awesome. And so people who love to travel, you know, why not, you know, create a second source of income with traveling? You know, maybe tune into that episode. Um, like I said, I don't have that episode number in front of me, but it is Black in Tulum. When you go to the Pill Talk podcast, you can just search for it. Tune into that episode. It was really cool, really great to listen to. Um, and, you know, he's providing great content, whether it's healthcare related or even non-healthcare related, to things that most of us enjoy. So definitely, you know, check out his podcast. I just wanted to say that before the end, just in case I know sometimes people don't stay till the end. <laughs> but I just wanted to make sure I get that off now because I think that's awesome what you're doing with the type of content you're producing and the type of individuals you're bringing on because I've only been able to listen to about two to four complete episodes. I know you have some small mini ones that are about five minutes, some, some bonus episodes so if you don't feel like you got time to listen to the full episode, definitely tune in to his bonus episodes for sure. Another question I had for you was in regards to pharmacy students. Now, most of, the, most of our listeners are pharmacy students, right? Some pre-pharmacy, but majority is pharmacy students. Do you feel, besides the travel one, as far as like the healthcare, do you feel that a lot of this content will still be valuable to those listeners? Uh, that's a great, great question. Um, I think my very first episode when I tell uh, my story and like how I got into pharmacy school and what the things that I was looking in and looking for and uh, organizations that I joined to kind of help me uh, create my path for myself, probably one of the best episodes. That's probably episode one. But I do and I will start providing more information. I do have an episode with um, Jessica Johnson. It's one of the first episodes, you know, you got to reach out to your friends first. And she's a pharmacist at the Veterans um, Affair, sort of VA hospital. And she tells her journey and how she got into residency and what all she does in her um, practice, which is amazing. I talked to uh, Jimmy Pruitt. Uh, I actually have two episodes with him. We had to run it back. the very first one was his story because we went to pharmacy school together. He has a podcast called Farm So Hard. Every Friday, he releases a Pharmacy Friday Pearl on his website as well. But we talk about how, what he had to do to become a emergency department pharmacist because that's not a uh, regular position that pharmacist is in. That's like a specialty um, inside the hospital. So he talks about that. And then he talks about how him being inside of the emergency department is making a major impact with the physicians, with the nurses, and that they actually look forward to him coming in there. And they're like, just by his presence, it takes the workload off of everyone. So that was a good episode. And I think I have one more about COVID with Jimmy. He was very knowledgeable. We went through about the whole COVID vaccines and everything. Awesome. I, I wish I would have had that episode earlier because <laughs> I know some people that were asking me 
to, to do something about the COVID vaccine, but I just didn't have the time. But all right, maybe, maybe I'll have to go ahead and plug, plug that one um, and see if we can share that, share that so everybody could tune into that episode. But yeah, I, I wanted to touch on the ED thing. I think for anybody that's listening, all the pharmacy students and, and pre-pharmacy students, everywhere I've gone on rotations, I always ask the pharmacist the same, the same question. What career fields do you think is the next wave in pharmacy? And it's, I always get the same two answers. Everywhere I went, I got the same two answers. It was always either, actually, no, sorry, three, the same three answers. It was always either transition for care, specialty pharmacy, or ED. So definitely, definitely tune into that ED episode. If that's something that you're unsure about, or you want to kind of figure out more day in the life with the ED pharmacist, because that's something that is coming up big time. And if you're paying attention, especially if you live in the Orlando area or central Florida area, you'll see a lot more EDs are popping up and a lot less centric cares. Um, and that's just something that I've started to notice myself. And that's why ED is a, is a new thing. It's a, I don't want to say a new thing, but it's a buzzing business, if you want to say. That's like where the wave of a lot of jobs are opening up in pharmacy. So if that's something that you're interested in or you want to kind of gain some more knowledge about because you really won't get that much from school, definitely tune into that episode um, on the Pill Talk podcast to kind of get more feedback, more to get more information about that career for sure. Mm -hmm. And so I I know you have to go soon. So for my last question, and I'm asking for myself (laughs) (laughs) as well as my listeners. So you're a pharmacist and you also have a podcast. How do you have time to do that? Because I know you're also a manager at at, um, CVS, correct? Yes, CVS. CVS. So how do you have time to be a manager at CVS and also to do this podcast, even though I know it's a passion of yours, I know you enjoy it, but how are you able to, to create that time for this second hobby? So once it used to be very taxing and took up a lot of my time, but I had to start outsourcing uh, my videos. So I found an editor and I would do go back and like watch my videos and do the timestamps and I would send it to the editor now and he chops it up and puts it on a platform, whatever. And that actually makes it so much easier because now all I have to do is come up with the captions and the hashtags, which is almost the same for everything besides mm-hmm. like the general topic. But um, that saves up a lot of time. But when I first started, it would be a whole day of me just sitting here trying to edit a video because it's not something that I did or knew how to do. But now that took some workload off, but just trying to find a way to like outsource some of the things and making it easier for myself is like probably the best answer I got for you. I can definitely see how that's beneficial. I would say I did that myself. Uh, love you, Alvin. Love you, Rachel. Uh, that's part of the reason why Sean and I, who's my co-host, wanted to bring in some other people to kind of work with us just because we did not have enough time on our hands. So luckily we were able to convince Rachel and Alvin and hopefully they're enjoying it (laughs) being on the podcast team. Um, So far so good, but um, having them come on and be a part of our team to help us kind of get kind of outsource work, have them work on a couple of things, but thank you so much for coming on. Um, while talking to you, I had a great idea for another episode that we can do, but before I do that, I definitely want people to check out your podcast, tune in, leave any comments on, on Apple podcasts, Spotify, whatever you do, give the five stars. That's awesome. I'm enjoying it. Definitely. Like I said, tune into episode 20 
um, the, the finance episode. That one was really off, really awesome. And it's free for pharmacists. So I'm hoping it'll also be free for pharmacy students. I don't know. Um, to reach out to Dr. Vanu um, as far as uh, to help with your finances. And to also definitely tune in if you'd like to travel to Black and Tulum to kind of learn about that travel experience and some things to do um, next time you go to Tulum in Mexico. And just in general, it's been a pleasure to have you on. I love what you're doing right now with the Pill Talk podcast. Definitely feel like um, I want to have some more episodes with you. I kind of want to give a brief introduction to my audience, who you are and you know what you're about so that way they could go ahead and start downloading and subscribing and listening to your content and then hopefully we can get you on because i know you're busy um hopefully we can get you on again and we can talk about maybe some some branding i feel like you'd be a great person to talk about building your own brand and how we could do that as as students as pharmacists to kind of create a name and a network for yourself so that would be awesome so before i let you go is there anything you want to plug or promote yes yes um so right now I don't want to tell anybody. Check me out. My Instagram handle is Pill Talk Podcast. Um, my website is PillTalkPodcast.com. You can also purchase some merchandise. I sell t-shirts, sweaters, and hoodies. Because um, I'm coming on here, and I really appreciate you letting me on. I'm going to give you all a 35% off code. Um, Pill Talk 35 for 35% off your next purchase. For everyone out there, um, just for thank you for taking the time and even listening to my story, because uh, without you guys, you know, the audience. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're at service to the audience. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, Pill Talk podcast. Definitely tune into them. Instagram. We'll post up on, on, on our Instagram so you can follow them. We'll definitely put the website so you can get access to the Instagram and the merch in the show notes. So um, go ahead and you can tap on that, get some of the merch. Pill Talk, you said, is the coupon code for 35% off? Uh, uh, Pill Talk 35. Pill Talk 35, perfect. So Pill Talk 35, also put that in the show notes for whenever we release this episode. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. We're still doing our, our um, weekly quizzes on Instagram. Lately, it's been every day. We've been working harder. So we're just trying to get out more content to you guys. And we appreciate every, everybody for taking a part, playing a part, tuning in, listening, and supporting us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We can never say thank you enough. Um, so with that being said, um, logging out. Hopefully I get to do more episodes for, for season six. We'll see. Uh, residency's going to be pretty busy. But once again, thank you so much for coming on. Um, today we have the Pill Talk podcast, Dr. Bartu Wilson. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me.